Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Panna, the Mighty Warrior Podcast. Today is your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So in today's episode, um, it's actually Good Friday as I'm recording this. Um, and if you're not familiar, Good Friday is uh, the day of essentially like the remembrance of Jesus Christ's death on a cross. And this is not a religious episode. This is really not a religious podcast episode, but because it's Good Friday, it's been making me think a little bit more about uh, the faith I was raised in, um, as well as this whole decolonization movement that I'm seeing throughout social media, particularly in the Filipino-American community. Now, I've seen the decolonization, hashtag decolonization, uh, mindset and idea and community on social media among all the different uh, minority groups. This includes Mexican-Americans, Puerto Rican-Americans, African-Americans, as well as, yes, Filipino-Americans, and many more. And I want to talk about this decolonization mindset, what it is, as well as some of the things that I find good about it, as well as the things I found very that I find very problematic with it. And this really ties into the whole Good Friday uh, theme, which you're about to find out. So uh, what is decolonization? Or what is the decolonization hashtag idea movement, whatever? Um, basically, if you go online and you type in hashtag decolonization, you're going to see these posts um, regarding encouraging Filipinos, Mexicans, and other minority groups, ethnic minority groups, to reject the colonial mentality. Now, if you're not familiar with the colonial mentality, the colonial mentality is prevalent in a bunch of different cultures, but it's very, very apparent in Filipino culture. It's very, very apparent in Hispanic culture as well. And I only know this because I have friends on in the Hispanic community, uh, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, Cubans, as well as Filipinos, obviously, because that's what I am. And um, I've seen the colonial mentality kind of become prevalent throughout our lives, right? So I'll give you a great example of colonial mentality if you're not familiar with it. So colonial mentality, again, is just this idea that what the colonizers, namely the Spanish in this particular case as a Filipino-American, introduced to our people is better than the native traditions and customs and beliefs that we had before. So I'll give you a great example. So when the Spanish colonized over 500 years ago in the Philippines, and they set a foothold in the Philippines, um, they began to enact a lot of different laws and different orders and different customs that basically prohibited the Filipino people from practicing their native customs, traditions, and beliefs. Uh, one of the things that is very prevalent, you've probably experienced this if you're a Filipino-American like myself, your parents probably encouraged you to not play in the sun as a kid in fear that you would get too brown-skinned, too dark, right? Because in uh, the Philippines, as this is part of the colonial mentality, and I find this in Mexican culture as well, if you are, uh, if you have brown skin, if you have dark skin, you are regarded as lower class because typically those who are of darker skin color tend to be the ones working out in the field. They're doing the more manual labor jobs. They're not very being very paid very well. And then those of people who are fair skin tend to have more of a affluence to them, right? They're higher class, uh, supposedly, because they're indoors all the time. And so I remember growing up, my mom would tell me, hey, don't stay out in the sun too long. You'll get dark. That is part of the colonial mentality. And I think it's a toxic thing. We can all agree on that, right? Um, it is a toxic thing, the idea that fair skin is better than my native brown skin, right? That the whiter skin is better than the native brown skin because of what it represents to the people or the colonized people. So this was just something that's been passed on from generation to generation. And I don't think a lot of our elders really thought about it. So this is, that's one example of colonial mentality. Another thing that a lot of people talk about with the colonial mentality is this idea that, um, that, uh, for instance, Catholicism, again, we're talking about Good Friday, right? Catholicism, 
uh, is the dominant religion because that's what the Spanish brought. And Filipinos largely are a Catholic culture. We are the number one Catholic country in Asia due to Spanish influence, right? And a lot of people get this twisted. And that's where I'm kind of going with this. This is where a lot of people tend to go into the decolonization stuff. And the heart of the decolonization movement, just to let you know, is good in certain ways, right? I said that before. There are things I do like about it. There are toxic aspects of the colonial mentality and a lot of the colonialism that we found in our culture, even up to this day. Uh, for instance, I just mentioned it with the brown skin versus fair skin thing. That's, that's one thing. But I think there's a problem with it because a lot of people tend to be throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So for instance, when I see a Catholic post or Christian post on Good Friday, this is Good Friday, um, I'll see on the other side, I'll see people in the Filipino American community, Mexican American community saying, that's nonsense. The Spanish gave that to us. They colonized us. They burnt down our temples. They got rid of all this stuff that we had before, the beautiful customs. And now we just subjugated ourselves to them. And that's the only reason why we're doing these things. Therefore, we need to decolonize, get rid of all the colonial mentality, get rid of all of it because all of it is bad. And if a person is historically knowledgeable, knowledgeable in history, as well intellectually honest, I don't think it's fair to say that everything that the Spanish brought to us was bad. There are toxic aspects, obviously, right? For instance, namely, uh, skin color, right? Uh, there's kind of this uh, not very obvious, kind of subtle class system of skin color, right? Um, in our cultures, right? Um, there's this idea that we have to forsake. There's this one idea with colonial mentality that we have to forsake everything that is ours, right? Native for a West is best quote unquote mentality that I need to give up all of my native beliefs and my native customs and my native culture and tradition to pursue this Western ideal that's now being brought to me. Okay. Um, I, I believe that there's a problem with those things. I do believe that there's a problem with forsaking all of our traditions and all of our beliefs and all of our customs for the purpose of being more Western. I also believe there's a problem with looking at skin color right? And judging a group of people based on their skin color. And I don't care who you are. I think that's, that's kind of across the board, right? We, we all agree that's a bad thing. Um, but again, if you're being historically knowledgeable and intellectually honest, we need to admit to ourselves that for better or for worse, not all aspects of colonization were bad. Okay. And I think a lot of Filipino Americans, especially throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. They look at the toxic aspects of colonialism, right? And they do exist, and they want to get rid of all of the colonialism, so they focus on decolonizing their minds, meaning that they are going to embrace native spiritual beliefs that were there before the Spanish, because they believe that all of the uh, pre-Hispanic spiritual beliefs were perfect, that there were no flaws in the society, that f the, somehow these, these native cultures were utopias where everyone lived in harmony until the Spanish showed up, right? And it's just not true. And I'm, if you do the research, and I'm not talking about doing a Google search, although you probably find this on Google or whatever, but if you sit down with a professor, like, and I've actually done this, um, professors from uh, notable universities with good reputations who have objective knowledge about what the history of Southeast Asia and the Philippines was, they will tell you right off the bat, were there bad aspects to colonialism? Of course, 100%. Were there a lot of good things that came out of colonialism? 100%, right? And I think on Good Friday when there's a lot of these Filipino Americans trying to back talk or talk trash about um, the the uh, the church and trying to make it look like this, the church is this oppressive Puritan puritanical force that's uh, oppressing us and taking away our native customs and beliefs, I don't completely 
unempathize. I'm not sure that's a word, but I, I do understand where they're coming from to some degree because I see what they're saying. That being said, there was a lot of good that came out of colonialism, right? For instance, hospitals, right? Like the Filipinos have a, an advanced civilization with mathematics and science and all these things and uh, astronomy and all. they did. There's actually records to show that we were actually a quite a sophisticated culture, but there were certain things that we were doing back then that wouldn't fly now. For instance, records show that in Pangasinan, human sacrifices were actually a thing, right? That was a normal thing, right? In other parts of the Philippines, polygamy in even incest was a custom. It was a normal thing back in those days. The only thing that stopped that, frankly, was the church's influence, was the Spanish influence, because they said, listen, this is not good to go. Now, when I present this, people will say, oh, you think you're just a, you're, you're whitewashed. You love colonialism. Absolutely not. I'll be the first to tell you again that there are a lot of toxic aspects to the colonial mindset. A hundred percent. Like I, I teach Filipino martial arts, right? For a living, right? And I will tell you right now, the colonial mentality has impacted my ability to spread the art. I can't tell you how many Filipinos that I encounter would rather study Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which I love, by the way. They'd rather study Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or boxing or Muay Thai than their native Filipino martial arts. And I'm not talking about just Filipino Americans. I'm talking about Filipinos in the Philippines. Like, as I'm recording this, and if you're in the Philippines listening to this, you probably understand what I'm talking about. It is easier to find an MMA school, a boxing, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym than it is to find a Kali or Arni school. And if you don't believe me, you can just look it up online. There are barely any Mar- Filipino martial arts schools in the Philippines, even though Arnis is the national sport of the Philippines. <laughs> Frankly, a lot of the Arnis that's being taught in these public schools is kind of a joke. It's not really the true art. And it's easier to find a legitimate MMA fight school in the Philippines now than it is to find a Filipino martial arts school. So I get it. This colonial mentality is swelling into our love for our own native arts, our culture, and all these things. It's forcing us to look away a lot of the time. Um, for all their decolon- hashtag decolonization efforts, a lot of these young Gen Zers, millennial Filipino Americans, they call it, complain about colonial mentality, yet they are the first to jump on the hip-hop bandwagon and not even f- learn about their native dances. They will turn their Filipino cultural organization and their colleges or universities into basically the equivalent of a hip-hop dance crew and completely forsake or neglect and, or put on the back burner to nickling. Carinosa, the traditional dances that we've had. And I know people are probably listening to that thinking, oh, Carinosa is Spanish influence. That's true, but there's actually a lot of good in that dance. There's actually a lot of fighting moves in that dance, which is what I like. Maybe talk about that another day, other day. But um, again, I, we have to be objective, right? As I celebrate Good Friday and as a person who still practices Catholicism, a person who also recognizes the beauty in native Filipino beliefs, right? I, I recognize that it's not a zero-sum game. Right. If you're pushing for the complete decolonization mindset, you gotta sit down with somebody and do their do, re, do research with a legitimate professor. Right. Um, there's a lot of people on the internet talking about completely decolonizing their minds and getting rid of everything. I mean, yeah, you're saying this from your thousand dollar smartphone as you enjoy the fruits of capitalism in America, in the Western society that you seem to complain about. Right. Um, it's easy to talk about this decolonization movement. And I get, again, why it's so popular because people really want to embrace, I think the intention is good, right? They really want to embrace their native roots. There's nothing wrong with this. I think we should bring back Filipino blade arts, learning about the true Filipino fighting arts, right? I believe we should bring back Tagalog 
and understanding Filipino linguistics. I think it's important to us to even learn about Babayan and Alibata and the Filipino script. I think it's important for us to understand the, the beauty and the context of our ancient spiritual beliefs even, right? To recognize the beauty in that, right? But also recognize the fact that before the Spanish showed up, it wasn't 100% utopian, right? We were slaughtering one another. The tribes of the Philippines were slaughtering one another, right? Uh, the crab mentality is not something that came about with the Spanish. This is something that we've had for a very, very long time in our DNA. So if we're going to look at it objectively, we need to realize that we can't decolonize. We shouldn't. If, in fact, I would argue that if we're truly to embrace our Filipino identity, our Filipino-American identity, we cannot decolonize our minds because that would neglect 500 years of Filipino history. I get it. We should understand pre-Hispanic Filipino culture. I think that's important because it gives us a context, right? But one, we got to remember there were Muslim and Hindu influences before the Spanish showed up, right? There's Buddhist influences before the Spanish showed up. So there's also those influences we got to contend with and think about and consider, like, were those people colonized? Ask yourselves that. Were they colonized because they were Hindu and Islamic and, and Buddhist? I mean, if you're going to play that card with the Spanish, you've got to play that. You can't have it both ways. You've got to look at them too, right? And the second thing is that we have to recognize that, yes, before the Spanish showed up, there were these foreign beliefs already there, but also was the country better off for it, right? Again, there was a lot of things that were acceptable before the Spanish showed up that would not fly now. And a large part of the reason why there we, we live in the society where incest is outlawed, it, it, it's frowned upon, is frankly because of the church's teaching, right? The concept of, these, of human rights, correct? The people keep spouting about, the woke, quote unquote, woke people talk about. They speak about it and they preach it all the time, but they fail to realize that it comes from Christianity. And I'm not saying this as a Christian. I'm saying this objectively. Do your research. Find me another belief system on the planet that emphasizes the dignity of the human person more than the Catholic faith does or the Christian faith does. Right? And if you just look at it, the fact that we have human rights, the fact that we have the topic of that, that is actually found in Catholic teaching. It actually predates the Constitution of the United States. So, again... Am I saying that embracing our native roots is bad? Absolutely not. I think we do. I think we need to look at the beauty in it. We need to recognize what it is. But we also need to recognize the benefits of the world we have now. And I don't think it's smart or nor is it honest or even beneficial to decolonize. So as I celebrate Good Friday, as I remember the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, and again, it's not a, you don't have to be religious to appreciate that or recognize the, 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 uh, the passion in that and the... Uh, the, uh, the sorrow in that and the, um, the sacrifice, the utter sacrifice that that took. You don't have to be religious to, to, to uh, see, see into that from that lens. As I spend this Good Friday meditating on that and thinking about that sacrifice, I also want to rem- remind all of us that we don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. We don't need to completely, quote-unquote, decolonize our minds in order to embrace Filipino culture. We can learn about Filipino culture from its entirety, pre-Hispanic, Hispanic, and even today, if we're going to be truly intellectually honest and truly knowledgeable about our culture and truly embrace it, we can't just embrace one part of it. <laughs> we need to look at the entire spectrum and look, okay, what were the good and what was the bad? Because to decolonize and completely forsake colonization would remove a lot of our knowledge of the Philippines as well as even <laughs> the pre-Hispanic era, because again, they were colonized too. All right, we have to think, how far are we going to take this? How far are we going to go, right? And so again,
as a person who is trying to remember this day for what it is, we don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let's look at the beauty of pre-Hispanic Filipino culture. Let's look at the beauty of what happened after that, even if it wasn't perfect, because I guarantee you it was never perfect. It's still not perfect, <laughs> right? And instead of putting it all in colonialism, we need to look at ourselves. We need to look at where our minds are at. We need to look at the context in which all of these things were coming from. And it's really interesting, and I kind of want to end on this note. There's a lot of people, again, Filipino-Americans in my particular case, because I am that, um, who have forsaken their Catholic faith, their Christian faith, because they associate it with the colonizer's religion. I get it. I completely get it. And it wasn't always good, right? We, are, we have to understand that. We, the, the Catholic Church did do a lot of bad things. It's still doing a lot of bad things. But at the same time, we need to recognize that if it weren't for the influence of the church, the concept of human rights, again, would not be a thing, right? People would still be headhunted. Some people want to talk about how they would want that. I really don't think they mean that. Um, <laughs> it's really easy to talk about that online from your keyboard. Much different thing to live it. Um, and we need to recognize the beauty that has come from that while also embracing the beauty that's come before that. All right, so guys, I hope you have a blessed Easter weekend. Be safe out there. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.